Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a podcast all about wrestling. In this corner, head author and a black belt, Kibbles. Kibbles? What kind of name is that? Pookie the Wolf is the best. Ooh. I forgot my copies. And in this corner, Pookie the Wolf. Pookie the Wolf is one of the best. Welcome to the Kibbles and Pookies Squared Circle. So yeah, um, basically what I wanted to do here was do a... Well, wait, let's do an intro. That's what I was going to do. Oh, okay. Now. okay. You know what I was going to suggest... Uh, say to you, uh, would you have any interest in doing, um, like, not that we do it every episode, but would you have any interest in doing fantasy booking? No, yeah, this? I would love to talk about because all that. I saw, so I saw this, um, these these guys, uh, I forget what the name of their channel is off the top of my head, um, but they do like once a month, they do uh, a YouTube episode where they take either something that didn't happen or something that did happen. And they take two of the people, and they book the same thing, and then they let the like. Obviously, we don't have, but like then they're like, "Who do you think booked it better?" Like uh, the one I was uh, was watching was they did um, the twice in a lifetime. So they were like, if you had to rebook Brock versus Cena and do the twice in a lifetime, how would you how would you do it instead? This it's not that's one of the situations where it's not going to be hard to do something better. Yeah. In my opinion. And, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's actually, like, that was the first time I had seen two people go, like, against each other yeah. in a fantasy booking scenario. And I was like, that's actually a really cool concept. Well, with this, I'd love to talk about, and then, like, I'll put it up on my channel. We can do the Bean Scout thing. Um, but, like, even just predictions, just your opinions on stuff. Because I know, especially with wrestling, especially lately, or just the general the internet, people could have different opinions. Like, like I really don't like Roman Reigns. Not like I hate him. I just don't see what all the hype is about. See, I, I, <laughs> I, I like Roman Reigns. I, I like Roman Reigns in his current, uh, in his current. There's a gimmick. There's a lot of, and and that's the thing that like I wanted his, to talk about. His, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the needle mover. I'm the head of the table. Like yeah. I, I like this because I feel like, I feel like with a heel persona, he. Even though, like, he is essentially being shoved down our throats, I, I don't feel like he yeah. is being shoved down our throats okay. when he's a heel. Like, I, I feel that. like he's supposed to... No, 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 I get that in that concept. I'm like, okay, I get I get what you mean there, because it's... See, I, I will say it this. It is supposed to be a I will bad say guy. this. The thing, the thing that bothers me <laughs> is that I was looking at their, their, whatever, their new Bloodline shirt or whatever, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, we the ones. <laughs> and I was like... That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, wait. So, yeah. And, and dude, I swear to God, I spent, so, because I was, I noticed it when I was watching day one, the Usos against um, the New Day. And I was like, did it say, we the ones? And I'm like, no. Because, like, they keep turning, so, like, I can't see their back clearly. And I'm like, we I must be ones. misreading this. That's not good English. So, wait, hold on. Let me, we didn't really start off we with, start. let me explain. So, this is going to be a podcast where you and me, and I don't know if you if you if you watch if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Bean Sprout, I do a podcast about whatever. We had uh, had at one point Kibbles on, and we do we do talk about a lot of wrestling. I myself, as of this last year, got back into wrestling, 
Don't know why. And, and I probably know, I know why, but you I'll know. explain. Doesn't I'll even explain matter how hard why. you try. Stop it. <laughs> but the point is, is that when I started it, when I started in my opinion, I found myself really annoyed with stuff and wanting to complain about stuff. Now, I don't know who I'm going to have for my co-host now. Right now, AJ was, but I think AJ, you give him a little break. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't know who he's going to be. Me, I'm taking that shit over. <laughs> I don't. Well, hold on. Um, I don't know who is going to be able to do it, but point is, is that I wanted to do a podcast about wrestling and just predictions, your opinions on stuff. Just me and Kibbles, and anyone can put in the comments in the other platforms or in my channel about how they feel. They might disagree with me. I'm gonna not hold back. And it's, it's my opinion, and it's Kibble's opinion, and whether you like it or not, it's our opinions. You know, there's going to be people who don't agree with what we say. I might not agree with what Kibble says. Kibble not, might, might not agree with what I say. And that's fine, because when it comes down to it, it's, it's still enjoyable to watch. I'd rather have multiple views, different views on wrestling, than not have wrestling at all. You know what I mean? Like, if someone said, well, how about we just take WWE away and AEW away? I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I don't want them both to be gone. I just think things can be criticized for what they're doing. And, and I think a lot of it's, when I, when I thought about it, it was because I was listening to a lot of Jim Cornette, which oh, he, has, he has experience when it comes to it. He has experience when it comes to, like, he's been with everybody, you know? Yeah, I, I, feel, like, um, I feel like with Jim Cornette, I have certain things that I'm like, okay, yeah, and then there's a lot of other, there's yes. like a lot of other stuff I agree. where I'm like, I agree. The fuck is wrong? And with I think you? it's because you and me were born in a different era of wrestling than he did. So like, here's the thing, right? Like we, so like, maybe maybe you're different, uh, but for so for me, when I started watching, it was the end of. The Attitude Era. Like, a lot of people reference, like, I, a lot of people my age will, like, reference, the, like, talk about the Attitude Era, but, like, for me, um, I started watching in, like, 2000, which was, like, kind of the last year or two of the Attitude Era. Mm -hmm. Like, WCW was, was basically bought out um, within maybe 18 months of me watching, uh, when I started watching. And, um, and then... After that, they did the invasion angle, and it transitioned into ruthless aggression. So, mm -hmm. like my, so like yes, I've gone back. I've watched a lot of Attitude Era stuff. I love, I, I uh, well, uh, there's a lot of stuff I like about it, and a lot of stuff I don't like about the Attitude Era. But like my childhood and growing, my childhood and growing up is more entwined with the like ruthless the aggression. Yeah. yeah. So like. Like when people talk about like oh yeah I remember stuff like some of my some of my first memories are like oh yeah there was the brand split like that's one of the first yeah. one of the first things I remember. Well, th this is good to start off with because I wanted to start off with where we came into it and yeah. where we started because I think a lot of it's the concept of where do we stand on stuff or where did we get started on wrestling and why do we like wrestling and maybe talk about in this episode just the big things of this year that happened. Um. Because I think a lot of it's, a lot of it's funny. A lot of it's very good for the I think the brand of wrestling as a whole. But I just wanted to talk about where we were at when we first started. Because with me, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you want to, are you done with that, or if you want to keep going? Um, 
I didn't actually know that, by the way. I've known you for so long. Yeah, and I did yeah. not know that. So that's when I started. started uh, my the very the, so the very very first wrestling memory that I have is watching the final. What was it? SmackDown or Sunday Night Heat or whatever it was in I think like 1999, um, when they were Sunday gearing up Heat. for the. I'm sorry, you said Sunday Night Heat. Sunday I'm like, Night oh Heat. right, that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, like thunder. Before uh, it was uh, right before Survivor Series, it was Rock, and the main event was going to be Rock Austin Triple H, and that was when Triple or that was when Austin got hurt, and they did the angle where he gets hit by the car. Okay. Which Wait, then Rikishi? Yes. Okay. But I like, did, but like I he got he gets hit by the car, right? <laughs> he gets hit by the car, but then like because he's out with injury, it's like almost a whole another year before uh-huh. he comes back. We find out it was Rikishi, which okay. like. In the moment, there's no fucking way that they were like, it's going to be Rikishi. Um, well, we've booked stuff before. And back when we did this backyard wrestling, yeah. we've never been like, yeah, we'll just figure it yeah, out. We'll figure it out later. Um, but no, that's definitely, so, so that was the first wrestling memory I have, is mm-hmm. they were, it was like the last SmackDown or whatever before that match, and uh, Austin was hurt, so they, I mean, so, I didn't know it at the yeah, time. but of, of course, when yeah. he gets hurt, you decide to put him in more peril than an actual injury. Just yeah. hit him with a car. Yeah, so, like, I, and, wrestling, and the, am I right? And at the time, right, I'm, I'm like, 9 or 10 years old. So, like, I don't know that he's hurt. Like, I think he got hit by the car and then they yeah. took him out. But that's one of the first memories that I have is, uh, or not one of, that is literally the first memory yeah. I have is of professional wrestling. See, I think, because with me, my uncle, my uncle, my uncle Pete, he would have my brother watch Jake the Snake and Hogan and like old school. You know, back when they had like the rings where they like red, white, and blue ropes mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. So he, my brother said, "Oh, Uncle Pete used to always show me this stuff because one night I remember the night and I'll never forget it is that one night me and my brother were, I guess my family was out having dinner. It was like one of those nights where I guess my sister was supposed to be watching him, but." Me and my brother just put on Thunder or Nitro, one of those two. Yeah. So me and my brother put on Nitro, and it's – I remember exactly who it was, Chavo Guerrero. And back when he had his gimmick where he had the pony on a stick, and he'd ride around in that on Nitro. Yeah. He – it was one of those things where you sat there and, like, we laughed at it. Like, we were like, oh, this is ridiculous. But then we kept watching. And we kept watching more and more, and, like – I think at a point we eventually got to where I got to, which was Sting and Goldberg. And then it kind of like kind of fizzled out where like I knew wrestling and I had wrestling in my head where I enjoyed it. But then I think my first memories of, because it's still around WWE, was being at like a family event and they were all watching like, it was like one of my second cousins, like some kind of like party. Yeah. And it was Heat. And it was like they advertised Stone Cold, but he was, I remember him not being on the on the show at all. And I remember it being such a like a taboo or like bad thing. It was like an like an R rated movie where like, oh they they curse and this guy gives the finger all the time and and they 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 show women and and it's yeah. like that kind of concept. Of like as a kid, I'm like, oh I shouldn't be watching this. Like I, I I don't think I should be, you know, watching this. And I think WCW was less of that because the Attitude Era was kind of fucking shit up as far as. So it was like I think it was right around the time that, after the eighty three days that Eric Bischoff had, I think at that point or eighty three weeks. Yeah. After that, I think that was when I started, as okay. far as watching WCW because it kind of just fell down. Yeah. And I saw, um, 
Yeah. Well, like, so, so, like, that's the thing. Like, with me, like, that's, like, that was one of the very first things that I ever watched was leading up to the Survivor Series. That would have been in, like, 1999, which means my first WrestleMania would have been a few months later. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 2000, with, which, or 16, yeah. which was the Fatal 4-Way with Foley and Big Show, Rock. And yeah. And, it, and the thing, the, um... So, like, if you think about it, like, at that point, the Attitude Era was um, really only a few months old. Like, WCW was really only maybe a year tops away yeah. from being bought because they were bought before, like, WrestleMania 17. Yeah. So. And then the – the it's funny because, like, our, our, history, our history of wrestling intersects because, for me, I was watching WCW and then kind of watching WWE at that time started watching uh not so much like keeping up with it because i remember i don't remember watching raw all the time like i would watch it occasionally on monday like i think raw was the only thing i watched and then it got to the point where like i was watching monday night raw smackdown i remember every every thursday night i'd watch smackdown and have jack boyardee ravioli because my dad's (laughs) like oh yeah you like those because they're in the commercials or whatever because that was a big a big deal back then. Yeah, where it's the, like mankind had like advertisements the, where it was and the Hardy Boys. Yeah, like there was mm-hmm. all those kind of things. And I remember the games coming out. I think, and that's the thing with like with us, we were both very game video games were a lot of the things that we did. And SmackDown, SmackDown to know your role, like all the different games that came up. That I think was more of a a concept than keeping up with the show every week. And then. It intersects because uh, my sister had to go babysit a kid down the street, and it was Chuck. Chuck was the kid that I met that through wrestling. We would play mm-hmm. No Mercy all the time on his N64 because I didn't have an N64. I had a PlayStation, a PlayStation Two, a Genesis. So playing with like playing with Chuck, we play No Mercy whether it was against each other, where we would do co-op, like we do that, and then it eventually became you, me, and him, mm-hmm. and it was like you know wrestling games and. Know, whatever else we did so it was like that kind of concept yeah and and just as a as a random aside no mercy was a fantastic oh, no wrestling game so and i'm interested to see what the aew does because they brought in the for their console game they brought in the uh the original um like manager or yeah, whatever that made no mercy it's the what's it called so it jack specific something like that no, no like they went they got the like the guy the original yeah like the I guy who that. headed up the team okay. to make it um so See, i'm very interested in that yeah random I, aside i think but that's perfect that's a perfect example of like where we started because then once i think you and me it was just following wrestling at that point yeah and i think gaming is more of an important and that's like i like it's in my opinion it's everything but wrestling's always been a thing that i love now I like talking about it more because it's it's less of a you know oh my god we're you know what what are they gonna do next week it's more of like a I wonder what they're gonna do with this like so so we talked about how we got into how we got into wrestling so um, I want to talk a little bit about our uh, how to how to put it a little bit about where where we are and how we got to where we well, are. Well, my first um, time was. <laughs> um, so, so ahead. like, so so like for me, right? Here here's kind of my my recent tra- trajectory. Um, the WWE product has grown uh, 
stale for me mm-hmm. and had and had been uh, had been stale for a while and so i was a religious watcher every week and then it became i was a religious watcher of uh raw and, and i mean this this is like i guess i would say like recently like probably about five years ago I, I, I wasn't watching SmackDown religiously. It was like I'd watch the highlights, I'd watch Raw. And then uh, within a year, it became I would watch it, but I'd, like, it used to be like I'd be watching it, and that was all I was doing. And then it became like, I'll watch it, but I'll do other stuff while I'm watching. Uh, and then slowly it became I just didn't turn it on at all. So probably about four, four to five years ago, I completely turned off of weekly WWE television. I would read about what happens. I would watch YouTube clips of what happens, but I wouldn't actually turn the show on and watch it. Um, I, w- I kept the I, I would do the network and now Peacock because I I'll watch the the monthly pay per views in full, uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, and, and 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 at that time, perfect. And, I, and I will say, at that time, I was watching NXT religiously because that was when NXT was like really the starting to hit black. its yeah. Really starting to hit its stride. Um, NXT has since become not watch television <laughs> for me. Um, it's two point now. Yeah, it's become not watch television I, for me. I like and that. I watch AEW. I like that NXT has become it's NXT two point Like they always have to state it, it's NXT two point And so you know. And we'll 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 talk about that more. Oh. But. So the reason why I told that side of my story is because I want people to know over the last few years, kind of where I've where I've gone to and, and what i think and so like and it, so like right now the only weekly television that is must watch for me is AEW dynamite um okay. most of most of the time i'll watch rampage but a lot of times i won't watch it live i'll i'll okay. i'll watch it like the next day or whatever i usually don't bother watching dark or elevation um unless there's like a specific something watch your own time <laughs> That's my favorite, actually. I think I think Elevation and, and Dark are my favorite. I might have to check them out. Just because, like, I like it. It feels like I guess what it would be like for you with NXT, where it's just like seeing the new the new people. Uh, like if I hear like if I hear something was like really good, like I'll I'll yeah. s- I'll seek it out and, and watch we'll, it. We'll talk but... about that when we get into this this last year, two thousand and twenty one. So so that's kind of where my last few years have taken me. So um, tell tell your side of the story because. Um, very different. Because you were completely out. Very different. I was very out. I was super out. And you know what? And I know exactly who, why the reason I was out. Um, but it was Edge, right? Edge retired and you were like, I can't take yeah, this anymore. I was anymore. like, neck injury, no. Um, so this is the thing for me, okay? I want to say, and it's funny you said Edge, because around the time that Edge and Cena were trading the titles back and forth, that's when I started to get bored of it. I started to be like, they're just doing the same shit. Or if it was like John Cena and Orton. And it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. John Cena and Orton was a big one. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they still do it oh, today. Oh, my God. Listen, and that's the thing. When you when you were doing your whole thing of like, oh, I only watch AEW. I was like, let's just get it out of the way. We're both AEW fanboys now because we're older. I feel yeah. like the, the, the concept. And we went to CZW shows. Mm-hmm. I loved that. That was the feeling that I got from watching AEW. Um. I want to give a. I want to give. I mean, when we do episodes, I want to give WWE a chance. So I'll go over what they've done and be like whether it was bad or good. Yeah. See, here, here's how I explain it to people when they ask me. I say I have fun watching AEW, 
but when I watch, if I were to try to watch Raw or SmackDown, I don't have fun watching the shows. I feel like it's a chore. I feel like for, I feel like being a viewer, being a long time viewer, um, there's no like there's no benefit to being a long time viewer. Things, things change so often, and that or or they do whatever they like. There's no like. There's there's no like oh good job for like being here throughout through yeah. this ride or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no real payoff for those stories. That's the word I'm looking for. Payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing I was gonna say. Where it's like with AEW's like Viagra, where it's just like the thrill is gone, but AEW brings it back. You're like, yeah, I I I, I get, I I have fun, you know. I get I get turned on watching AEW. Um, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Oh my god, Orange Cassidy. He's like, oh my god, Orange Cassidy. Forget Um, about if he sees that jungle boy. So, so, fucking, so, look, I said looking. So listen. Or or if that Luchasaurus sticks out his tongue. (laughs) He's got a long tongue. Giving me the vapors. Um, so listen, my, my point was, is that what I was saying with, when I, when I was out. We were back to when I was out. I was out, um, around that point. Rated R Superstar. He started that. That was that was nice. It was refreshing. Like now watching it going back, it's refreshing to watch Rated R Superstar stuff. But the trading back and forth, you know, doing a different stipulation every every kind of month, that kind of got stale real quickly. And for you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'll have Kibbles toot it for me. Kibbles, who was a who was one of the first um who was the first uh backer of CM Punk? <laughs> It was oh you mean out of, from our, out of our friends, friends group. out of out our, of friends. our friends group uh, it was probably you <laughs> thank 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 you that is correct senator um that that was I thought yeah I I remember when he started I was like this guy's kind of cool but I don't I don't quite from, get him from his first promo I was I was like I like this dude his I... first ECW promo I saw I was like this guy's awesome like like I was like this guy's cool like this. I was like, yeah, this guy's like someone I want to watch. I think I think I got more into him. I think I got more into him with two twofold, right? So like, I think I got more into him because I didn't really know who he was, and then around that time was when we started finding independent wrestling mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, and so I I saw some of his stuff in ROH, which is what made me like him a, yeah. more as a professional wrestler, and then also um, then like that got turned up twofold. When he went heel and did the whole like straight edge society thing, yeah, that that is like, like I was like, oh yeah, I really like CM Punk, and then he started doing that stuff, and I was like, oh my god, CM Punk's fucking awesome. Yeah, and that was the thing where like, excuse me, and I was like, you know, we I could name names of people in our friends group that were like trying to tell me about the Ring of Honor stuff. I'm like, I don't care. I liked him from the beginning when I saw him in ECW, and I've been I've followed him since then. I'm not gonna act like I'm like. Oh yeah, I've been watching him from from since I've you know I went to every one of his shows. Like that's not the case. When I saw him on ECW, I'm like, I like this guy. I want to keep watching him. The fucking Kelly Kelly thing with Mike Knox is stupid, but I liked that concept of that's who he was. Straight Edge was the first term that I heard from that promo, and I'm like, that's what I want to be. I want to be Straight Edge. So like yeah. that, that was the thing. So pretty much when he left with that title or left the company, whatever, whatever the, the way you want to say it, when he did the pipe bomb, all that other shit, when he left, 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 that's when I kind of gave up. I was like... Oh, oh, you mean when he, after the one Royal Rumble, when he was yeah. like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And, I, and... Did you ever, did you ever listen to that podcast? 
Which one? With uh, Cole Cabana. Not the Cole Cabana one. Oh, dude. I saw the one with... Uh, How the, do you not? I, I've, I've seen it, but then, I mean, sometimes I have to watch it at home because a lot of the, like I said, Elevation and Dark, I watch at work because I don't need sounds. I can just watch them wrestle. Gotcha. Taz gotcha. will say something silly. Just keep moving like that. <laughs> okay. But... Oh, man. The Cole Cabana one where, like, he goes into all the reasons why he left WWE and all yeah. the... That is, like... I think I've like heard a, a little bit, and amazing. then I couldn't finish the rest. Oh, but. my God, dude. It's something that, like, isn't... Is a... Is it interesting enough listen that I've listened to it more than once? Like, oh, there was wow. a time where I was like, I need I need something to listen to and, like, nobody else to put out a new po- – like, I'd listen to all the new stuff of, yeah. of the podcast I listened to, and I, I actively was like, I'll just put this on. Like, because I wasn't paying 100% attention. I just needed something in but the background. But you like to hear it, yeah. Yeah. So he he would be he would be the, the, the main reason why mm-hmm. I've been in wrestling. I've always loved Kane growing up. I always like I remember following him back at the gotta be Yeah. I remember following him when in see for me it's just like I think it's the concept of being the, the loner kid and like loving Sting, loving the guy who doesn't talk much and just beats the shit out of people. That being the, the quiet Jason Voorhees just running through people kind of concept. It's like that kind of thing I, I, I loved and then CM Punk was nice because he just was a good wrestler. I just mm-hmm. love the fact that he was a good he was a good wrestler and that so, kind of concept. So, would you say your favorite version of Kane is Corporate Kane? No, my favorite version of Kane was when. Are you even aware of Corporate Kane? Yeah, I'm very aware of Corporate Kane. My favorite okay. version of Kane is when he was tagged up with Xbox. That's my favorite storyline. And then Tori okay. Tori okay. backstabbed him, and then he needed to get revenge. On... I remember him fucking pile driving Tori. And I'm like, that's, like, in my head as a kid, like, that's what that bitch deserves. <laughs> you fucking bull, you fucking, uh, fucking backstabbed him. Fucking beat the shit out of that motherfucker. Like, I, uh, so I, I did really like that. Another Kane storyline that I was a big fan of was when they, uh, when Triple H beat him, he had to take the mask off. And okay. then he was, like, crazy. Like, that they had him come out in, um. He, he would come out with, like, security guards, like... Is that with and, the like, black towel over up. his head? Yeah. Okay. And he was chained up like um, like Hannibal Lecter and that shit. Was, that was somewhat my loss of interest when he took off his mask. Because I was like, I don't really care anymore. Uh, yeah, so I like I liked where they went with it. Like, yeah. And yeah, he, yeah, like, he just went, like, way darker. He, like, choke slammed Derek Bischoff off the but stage we don't, and shit. we don't talk about Katie Vick. Because that one's just awkward and weird. That is... One of the worst, <laughs> if not the worst, it's one of the thing worst. I've ever watched. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, that was pretty terrible. Um, that was one of those things. I was like, I can't believe they're like the worst getting part, away with putting this on TV. The worst part was that I read the book, the fake novelization, oh, and they mentioned her in that, and I'm like, why? Why would you do? Why would you the throw half fake her in WWE it? thing? Yeah. Try to build more like fucking wrestling, fucking wrestling fans read, <laughs> fucking idiots. I, I agree with that. Oh, God. Uh, uh, speaking of which, John Moxley's book is pretty good. Is it? Mm-hmm. You can read. I, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, like in general, I can't. I don't know how to read. Um, I just see that when they when they show the match card, I just see the people. I'm like, oh, Adam Cole must be fighting Orange Cassidy this week. <laughs> just that's what that Adam Cole guy looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so CM Punk was the main reason why I left, and then guess what? CM Punk's the main reason why I came back. I think um, when I had rumors that he was going to be coming back, I'm like, 
I've been following him for everything, like even through his awful UFC career. I'm like, dude. Same. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, come on. So here's the thing about the UFC career. People, like so many people are like, oh, yeah, you got to know he got fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And like my thing is I was like, okay, yeah, but he he had the – <laughs> he had the balls to get in there and do yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say that. He also had the mindset to say he had the mindset to say that it was something he was interested in and something he wanted to go after, so he went after it. It's yeah. not like he was like, "Oh yeah, it'd be really cool if I did it. I'm going to sit on my couch and do nothing and like wish that I had No, he got his ass up off the couch and he yeah, did no, shit. No, of course. So like I have like Matt like like I'm like I understand I understand like yeah he got his ass kicked he shouldn't have been in like UFC but like a he had the ambition and drive and he went for it and that's yeah. like what my connection to him is the second thing is a lot of people a lot of people have complaints about like he shouldn't have been in UFC like he didn't do what other UFC fighters do like having to fight through prelims and having to fight through like smaller um, like you know, and build up his reputation and all that. And I'm like, yeah, that's not his fault. Like, if you got a problem, like, your problem's not with CM Punk, your problem's with Dana White, who signed him and said, I'm going to put him, because Dana White said, oh, dollar signs. Dana White doesn't care that people, Dana White doesn't care that people come and fight for the league. Like, he's going to do whatever makes the most money. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, too, where I was... Like, people were, people were, like, blaming Punk for that, almost. And I'm like, your problem's with Dana White. Well, the concept of, like, it reminds me of the joke from Key Peel where um, he's like, and I said, bitch. bitch. And he's like, but he said that. Like, you said he got his ass beat, but he did it. Like, he went in there and did it. Like, yeah. exactly what you said. It's just like, he he did do it, though. Yeah. So I think it's like Do, do I wish he hadn't gotten his ass beat? Absolutely. It wasn't It wasn't for him, but yeah. he did it. But yeah. Like, it, I would say, like, oh, that's not your thing, but you did it. Yeah. So it's just like, like the concept. And, and it's okay, and that's and that's like another thing. Like it's okay to be like, I am really interested in this. I'm gonna go after this, and if and if it's not for me, then it's not for me. Yeah. Like, like I went after like writing a book, and I was like, this is my goal. I'm gonna do it. And like when I'm done it, I'm gonna evaluate and say, do I like this enough that I would do this again? Yeah. And like if the answer is no, the answer is no. But like I'm still gonna put my mindset and put my money exactly. and put my effort into doing it. I think, I, I mean. I think with both of us, both being fans of him, it you Bless want him to do thing. good, yeah. but I don't think we, we saw it going well. And even I, before the match, any of his matches started, I was like, this isn't going to go well. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, yeah. But, you know, it's it's whatever, and he did it, and he's back. AEW was the one company to be like, you know, he to open his eyes and be like, I might enjoy it being here. And it's just, is Brody, was Brody Lee this year? Or 2021? 2022. Or, uh, 2020. 2020, you guys think? hmm Yeah, okay, well. Yeah, because this year was the one-year anniversary. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, getting in, getting into that, I've, I've explained the concept of what got me back, or, you know, it was what Sam got Punk. me out. Yeah. I texted you, and I was like, hey, they're doing this show in Chicago, and, um, yeah. Darby Allen just said best in the world and the crowd that is, is true. standing CM that is Punk. true you you have been you were very uh and i was like i think cm punk's showing up dude <laughs> yeah and then i started checking it out when you said something i'm like i don't know like i, I think, think i think cm punk's showing up because it's because it's very much and he did it's, and it was awesome it's very much like a no they're not gonna 
That was one of the coolest. That was one of the coolest things ever. Was that, him coming back in, uh, what an in Chicago, night. like whether you're watching it the or show. there, it was an emotional fucking night. It was very interesting because I watched it with Sabrina, who, like, so she didn't understand. Doesn't know crying. anything. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. Look at the audience, and she's just like, I don't get it. Yeah, well, no, because like, well now, you... well now she like kind of gets it because like Sam Punk is like one of her. Like she liked Punk. Yeah. Um. Her her favorites are punk. Uh, uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, her favorites are punk. Sorry, I pointed to my um, Britt Baker shirt. Her Orange favorite Cassidy, Orange away. Cassidy. And um, Sheeta. Sheeta. I remember there's a female she mentioned. Yeah, like, Sheeta is her favorite. She likes a female, and I can't remember who it was. I which it was which now we're we're all sad because she's going back to yeah, Japan for a while. But. And um, her favorite tag team is um, Jurassic Express. Choice, good choice, good choice. Yeah. So yeah. So she doesn't. She doesn't get the zero Miero thing. Let's let's um <laughs> let's explain. Let's talk a little bit about that because that night, I watch it again over and over again. Oh, and I would watch it. That is. Did you see on YouTube? I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you. No, off. it's fine. Did you see on YouTube? There's a video of it from the production truck. No. Where the where the production guy is like, oh, pan over to this person. Oh, cut the camera two, cut the camera three. Get that zoom guy out, crying. This thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so <laughs> cool. Get the guy so crying, cool. reaching his hand out. Like, oh, my God. Like, dude, it's so it's cool. Like, it, it was like the equivalent of, like, the Beatles or a Beyonce concert where people are just crying in the audience. They're like, I wish yeah. I could touch you. Like, that kind of weird, like, fucking, like, Elvis, Elvis, like, fame where they're like, oh, my God. And, like, yeah. screaming. The one guy, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you go back and watch it, you the audience gets it. Just their reaction. It's just like, yeah. Well, that's why I still go back and I'll, I'll sometimes rewatch um, uh, Money in the Bank when he when he's in uh, Chicago oh, okay. and he wins the title okay. from uh, yeah, 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 yeah. from Cena because it has the same like feel feel. That... Yeah, and Jr. Jr.'s or what was it the King? Whoever was the commentator like described it like perfectly. They were like the only way. In Chicago, you would get this kind of reaction in another sport. Is like if the Chicago Bears were in the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl was in fucking Chicago. Like, <laughs> this is the type of reaction yeah, you would get. That pop. Oh, that's the biggest thing for me. That pop. The pop for CM Punk for AEW. That is fucking. When that music hits, it's fucking crazy. That's what yeah. gets me every time, too. I'm like, I get emotional. That's like. That is the equivalent of the portal scene in Endgame. Like, that, mm-hmm. that shit, I could watch over and over again and cry every time. Like, it, just, it gets me. Yeah, it's it's such a and it's the same concept too. It's such a long wait to wait for what what it was. Yeah, it's I such also, a build up. I also like that that AEW seems to have this thing with the fans that WWE has never had, um, except for except for I guess Bobby Roode was the only one who ever really had it. It was like where the audience will sing like the, the song. song yeah. Because, like, they do that with Cult of Personality. They do it with um, Jurassic Express. Do you think they did they do that, it with Judas. Do you think they did that back with WWE when CM Punk was in it? No, I don't think so. You don't think I don't ever. Well, if they were, it was never loud enough to be audible. Yeah. I don't think people were. I mean, maybe some people were, but it wasn't like, I'm going to yell it and sing along with yeah. the song as part of the. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it was definitely not to that level. CM Punk is just, it, like I was saying, like, when it comes to that, like, the the equivalent of all of the build-up for 
from MCU to have all these people shown over time, and then have everyone just show up as the group, like you want the Avengers to show up. That's the Avengers. Everybody. It's the same equivalent to CM Punk being gone for so long and being like, this will never happen again. Because, like, it's it's the concept of it, it, will ne- it will never happen again for him to come back. Like, you're like, seven years is like, he's done. He's yeah. not coming back. Yeah, it's long enough to essentially be like, yeah, this is done. He's not coming back. But then, fucking, fucking living in living color come on, and you're like, what the fuck? That is like the the highlight of. And I think I think one of the best things that AEW did was make it known that CM Punk was going to be there without saying CM Punk. Yeah. Like at no point, at no point were they like CM Punk's going to be here. Like they 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 didn't mention it. They didn't talk about it. They yeah. said nothing. They said nothing official. They hinted at it. But they were like, "Oh yeah, here's uh, here's uh, we're going to Chicago." And then they have Darby Allen say like, "I'm the best in the world." And like it's they they did just enough for the world to know CM Punk was going to be there. Yeah. Who was without. who was Darby Allen fighting at the time before? Fuck. Uh, two point and um Garcia. Okay. So that was the guy that they mentioned that that is that what he mentioned when he said he was the best in the world? Like he Uh he he said something along the lines of like I'm going to Chicago or I'm gonna be there in Chicago yeah, and I'm the best in the world that's or whatever. Blatantly like, okay. Oh no, it was blatant. <laughs> but like they were it it was just amazing that they were like, We're gonna market it as if it's blatantly obvious, but yeah. like we're not gonna actually it's say such a, CM Punk. Yeah, it's like a teasing without actually saying it at all. Yeah. No, yeah, I get Which that. I think is a, was an amazing marketing ploy because yeah. you got everybody talking about. Because, like, at first, you get everybody talking about, like, is he going to be there? Is he going to be there? And then, like, you sprinkle in just enough that everybody's like, no, he's fucking going to be there. Yeah. And without saying he's going to be there, um, I think just makes it cooler than, like, watching the show being like, okay. Yeah. I know CM Punk's going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it, what, it, what it is, is it felt like they achieved in making everyone feel like they were in on what was going to happen without like you felt like you were in the know yeah but like they were obviously playing or it was it like, like they you teased were in the it know. and you're like if this doesn't happen it's going to be very disappointing but if it does it's going to be fucking crazy right they they played it well enough that they didn't advertise it right out so you can't say with 100 percent certainty yeah. but they did enough that you felt like you were backstage in the know enough to but know he was going to be there. also the fact that with anybody else, it would have made it would have been like, oh yeah, this could be ha- this could be something that's happening. But the fact that seven year period, it's just like this might not happen. Like it's hard to believe to to think that this guy who's been gone for seven years will come back. Oh, I figured it was not happening. Yeah, I figured if he ever did come back, it would be for a one off thing. I didn't ever think he would ever. It's like I explained this on in my opinion with Bones when he said stuff on rumors for the MCU. It's just like I want to wait and see if it does happen. And I was waiting for that that night in August where it's just like, no, he's not gonna show. And then like he did, it's just like. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's it's crazy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This was Kibbles and Pookie the Wolf. Uh, we're talking about everything professional wrestling. In this episode, we talked about how we got into wrestling and where we are with it now. And next time, we're going to be talking about 2021. Yes. And don't forget to, if you're watching on YouTube, on my channel, Pookie the Wolf, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you're watching, or I guess listening, on Beansprout, or whatever, or whatever podcast, yeah. whatever podcast area wherever you, you listen. find your podcast, then make sure to at least give us a review. 
or you know just comment on something. Let us let us know that you like it or you don't like it. Yeah. And if, and if you if you're thinking about giving us less than five stars, just don't post anything, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do unless you have if you you know what the saying is. If you if you have nothing to say, don't say it at all. That's not the saying. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you have nothing nice to say. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. All right, we, we, we're good. We're good.